Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's funny because uh, with the MotoVlog channel, it I, I cussed a lot when I first started because I was like, oh, I was trying to find my style. And a lot of the MotoVloggers I saw, that's what they did. They just kind of spoke their mind. It was just so jumpy. It ended up being like a four-hour-long video, mm-hmm. and it's so cringy. But at the same time, I leave it because kind of – check the progress I've made and now I feel comfortable on videos but with the new channel that I started for the business it's so difficult I'm back I'm not swearing but I find myself with 100 miles a minute for a thought I'm just like and then it's just ah dude and I find myself doing so many um what do you call it the cuts when I'm editing it (laughs) I'll say thought five times I mess something up and I just like when I'm editing it like why but I'm trying to get back to that fluidity and just kind of calmness when I'm making a video and just, because I mean, I speak a lot every single day and yeah. there's relatively cohesive and coherent thoughts. When it comes time to do this video, it's like, oh, I think I'm trying to sound too smart. I'm trying to sound too technical. I see these tech reviews and like these business pages and they're so well thought out, but I think it, that just comes over time. And yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to get quick but i just gotta let it flow yeah your first moto vlogs i mean were they quick or were they like what you're trying to do with the tech views where it's just like uh 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 crap and then it was pretty much just word vomit like because again i wanted to i think i can't remember who i first started watching but it was a lot of the super moto guys and they would be talking about the most random things like oh i'm hungry let me go eat and then it's just like oh oh dude that dude's an idiot driving and then it's like oh you know i haven't done this in a while just jumping so many spots and i hate it but yeah yeah so you like to you you just word vomit then you're like me so that's that's why i created a podcast so i could just word vomit because that's what people come here for i guess it's just the brain yeah yeah he's like me he's like me So you have that second channel, though. I saw that. I saw your update video, uh-huh. and, and you have uh, the update ch- uh, video, and then I went to your actual other channel, and then I saw that you started it. So you want to do tech reviews and stuff, too, on the side, or do you want to do I, that? It's it kind of like that. Um, it just pretty much that's how the Motoblog started was similar, where I was doing stuff to my bike I want to learn about. I want to do some product reviews, but all the ones I came across was the seasoned rider who used to ride dirt bikes since he was three, he knows everything about motorcycles. And then it's like, Hey, let's install this motor. Y'all already know steps one through 900. Let's just start at 901. Be like, I do I don't know. I don't even know how to change my oil. Yeah. And so then I started that and I was just real open about it. And it, it was a lot better received than I had anticipated. I was expecting some kind of like, cause locally there's so many guys that would be like, Oh, I won't ride with you unless you have, let's say 5,000 miles in your belt well, how am I supposed to get those 5,000 miles if one, I'm not comfortable riding and I don't know any of these roads. And so I kind of took it upon myself. Let me ride. I rode my neighborhood for the first thousand miles. I was, the first time I rode highway, my heart was just uh. like, but my buddy, he took me, we went one exit. We got on one exit, got off. He goes, how do you feel? I go, dude, that was, that was amazing. And then little by little, it just kind of escalated and I got more comfortable. And that's the same thing with the tech reviews where it's photography and videography and I want to kind of showcase me learning certain skills like Photoshop. I hardly ever use. It's just like your basic dumb memes for mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, but there's a lot of color grading. Like videography is so amazing because it's just you can get so technical. You can just do your regular edit. You know, boom, boom, add the you know, high collapse here, time lapse there. But then it's how you incorporate B-roll into it. If you want to tell a story, instead of just doing one angle, you do multiple different angles. You include some slow-mo, you include some panning, you add some color grade if you want it to make it feel a certain way. And it's like, you can add warps and transitions that just completely translates from one thing to another. And it's just so amazing. And also the money's really good once you become, I guess, like say a wedding photographer, there's that, but then it's also videography for that. You can sell mm-hmm. them as packages. And I, I don't want to do wedding photography. That's just too much, like too hardcore. I mean, there's great photographers out there that do that. But it's more so trying to stick with motorcycles and the industry where we've seen success with it with just our iPhone for the longest time and we're having mm-hmm. fun with it. And it's like, hey, let's see if we can turn this into a business and also do locally and then make that our full-time career. I think that would be really cool. It's just we just started. So I gave myself a three-year plan, a five-year plan, and then if I didn't do it in about five years, awesome, dude. my old butt. Yeah, that's, so. that's awesome. So, I mean, you got, you're got you in the motorcycle just because you, you just like to ride. And then your real passion, though, what it sounds like. So I see the smile in your eyes, man. It's it's the photography and videography and all the technical yeah. details about that. 
So do you, yeah. I see your videos and you do use B-roll and you got fast forward and you're, you're going, yeah. you know, hyperlapse and I'm watching your iron butt challenge. Sorry about your GoPro, man. It fell off. Oh. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Phoenix. You're going to lose a lot yeah. of stuff in Phoenix. <laughs> um, but I, I see how you're using the, the, I was entertained the whole time. It was an eight and a half minute mm -hmm. video and it just, it jumped, but it had music with it. Like you're, you, you're getting all the different senses. Is that what you like really like to focus on? Is that what you like? Yeah, it's just because I like telling that like that's pretty much again how I, I graduated the BFA in uh, darkroom photography initially, and they kind of had some digital photography. And I always did videos. Growing up, I did videos for a long time. When MySpace was alive, I did a lot of stupid videos for MySpace. <laughs> People enjoyed them. And then I took a hiatus from that. And with motorcycles, it really sparked it again because I started doing Instagram videos when it was 15 seconds, mm -hmm. and I would shoot all day, and I would have to figure out what spoke to me the most from that ride, how I could translate those emotions that I felt. So I was new riding. I fell in love with it. I was just yep. like, everyone needs to see how awesome it is. And then they kind of started adding more time and then you can be more creative with it because you have a little bit more time. But yeah, if I could do it uh, every day for a living, again, it's also really demanding in a sense because the turnaround time, especially nowadays, it, it's also helpful if you do a short turnaround time, like let's say you go out and do photography for this venue, boom. Hey, I can do so this much money for this many shots. And most people usually do 24, 36 hour turnaround time. And you mm -hmm. can say, hey, I'll do 12 to 24, but then you actually give it to them in five. Then it's like, whoa, this dude's like same day, like oh, same day. Yeah. And with videography, it's similar. Like you want to do a quick turnaround time, but you're tired of shooting all day. It's just draining, mentally exhausting. And all of a sudden you have to sit there and just edit. Just yeah. And then just no, that's annoying. I'm in here in my room. I yeah, I know what you mean by that, dude. Yeah. So I love it. So, but go ahead. Oh, so uh, the the video and stuff. So, you, are you more so <laughs> can't like a uh, picture or video? Like, what's your out of those two? That I like, you like photography the most? a lot. That's okay. what I've always been in love with. Uh, but video videography is just really amazing. Uh, I'm looking at my camera, so it's like I just yeah, I know, every time I, I talk about something. You're looking at it, man. I know. I know. And. It's just amazing just because, again, I did this gender reveal for a buddy uh -huh. and it was just amazing how you can capture that emotion. And then when you can translate that and you have them say, like, this is so amazing. I didn't expect this. You know, this is completely more than what we expected. And it captured exactly what we were feeling. And being able to do that, I, I think it's really special. Uh, it's, it's extremely rewarding. And then as well as when we went on a family vacation to Colorado, took photos of my brother and my parents and it was just being able to capture that magic it's almost like it's just y'all even though you're in a crowd of people and there's a big old area around you it's all it's almost extremely intimate because they chose you to do it and i just really like that and then being able to transfer that style to gender reveals birthday parties and that's kind of what i'm hoping for long term with this business is i do moto vlogs that'd be cool transfer that style where it's like oh it's just a gender reveal party nothing big but then you give it that that <laughs> cinematic effect like whoa <laughs> maybe that's when you found out you were a boy or whatever oh, that's dude. awesome man so you really want to create memories for somebody like that's what yeah you, that's yeah. your thing it's immortalized uh with your with your motor vlogs and stuff do you think that's like a good use of your talent honestly like motor vlogging is just putting yeah. the camera i mean I, i'm but thinking when when you're talking you want to share like an event and you're in yeah. your experience do you think maybe drones or you know not necessarily all on the motorcycle what's your thought process i'm really interested in that uh it pretty much just because i listen to music i'm pretty much like an audiophile and it's just everything so it depends on what i'm riding i like synthwave a lot for when i'm actually riding in twisties just like you feel that 80s nostalgia and you're just that heavy bass and just oh it gets and I'll, even if it's just a slow road i mean i'll, I'll just even move in my seat mm -hmm. and just uh, dude, I, I love it i get so amped but it just really depends because there's certain roads I'll ride. You know, if I've never been, I'm like, you know, taking it slow and then cool. This one's, this road's pretty fun. I'll ride it, maybe ride it back twice, and then I'll get ideas right off the bat. Like, this would be cool for this type of shot. And I do watch a lot of movies. Uh, thankfully, I was blessed when we were growing up that every Sunday was family movie day. And we would go we'd go to church, have lunch, kick it at the house for a little bit. And then we would go to the movies every single Sunday from pretty much, I think, when I was six years old all the well into i think after high school i would go visit and sure enough every sunday we do that awesome dude, so i have badass. a lot of styles in my yeah and it's just uh, i'm super thankful for that because it i think it helped stir my artisticness is that a thing yeah and I'll artistic eye there you go <laughs> i like the first one that, that's something i would say see now you sound all professional 
<laughs> that's when you know you're not like or just your head turns up like the like the puppies eh? yeah, yeah and uh and no so that's kind of how it starts i'll write it and i'll just the music will pair with it one day and it'll just start going. I have tons of videos for, I have tons of ideas for videos and my mind's already racing. Oh, no, dude, I, I'm exactly like you, dude. Trust me. Yeah. I, have, I, I get so like, excited. I, oh, dude, so do I. I have to make sure, like, I, I stopped drinking my energy drink like 30 minutes ago because I know I'll get hyper. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm exactly like you. So, moto vlogging, podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's been very helpful. Dude, I, I, the main thing I, I like to find out from people and, and, uh, what I put in my own videos is my own past experiences. So dude, uh, that whole, you explained everything. It's like, now I know why your videos are your videos because you, you video, video, photography, audio, all that stuff. You're thinking like cinematically, like you're a director behind, you know, your own bike. I, I get that. I understand that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's no, and I think it's also a refreshing aspect that you do on your end is because I'm in a lot of local groups here on Facebook for local central Austin. And I mean, there's your sport bike riders. And again, with sport bikes, they like to go fast. There's beautiful Texas Hill Country roads here. And I'll ride them to where I feel comfortable, where it's like, oh, here's my limit. You know, this is kind of sketch, but I know it's a two lane road. I know. And it's like, there's a blind corner coming up. And I, I respect myself enough and my limits to where this is sketch, even when I'm going slow, because people go out wide all the time. People are yeah. pulling boat trailers in the lakes. And I'll be riding with people who will go fast. That's on them. They know their limits. But I see them cross the line like, oh, dude, no, 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 no. And it's refreshing because you talk about it when other people aren't really so open because people may say, hey, you know, maybe don't do this in a group. And then they just get just completely annihilated like, oh, dude, just ride your ride. You know, you ride slow. And it's like, no, you'll think about it. Just And a lot of them, they do track days also. And they, they, they'll get in an accident. Unfortunately, it takes them to get into an accident. Oh, I'm only going to stick to track now. It's like, ah. Oh, but, yeah. and I do find it refreshing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's, there's a huge difference between let's, let's take it slow. Let's go easy, but it, that's all relative to some people. Yeah. I mean, my slow and easy is different than a lot of people's slow and easy. And then on top of that, I know what slow and easy really means by picking a yeah. better line for exactly the boat trailers coming. Um, some people don't know that. So I, I try my best to, to share that. And that's, that's where my past experience came from is like uh -huh. firefighting and I want to keep people safe. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm bringing to the motorcycle community. And like I said, I like to pick people to talk to that bring something unique from themselves. And man, the way you, how passionate you are about videography and photography, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And then uh, you're sharing this van build. You're this this van build that man. I I was like, oh my crap. Oh, he he's he's building a van. I want to build a van for a year over a year now. <laughs> How's that going? How's that going? Uh, well, my battery just died over here, but that that kind of took a little bit of a pause because okay. we had a couple of plans to do. It. Pretty much the goal that we started building it was because there's Renegade Riot in I think it's the Gold Panther Campground, British Columbia this year. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's the eastern Canada up in uh, just west of Calgary, Alberta, and I've wanted to go for the last two two and a half years. Where the first year I was like that looks cool. I'm going to try to go, but not really. And then the second year, I was like, oh, I want to go. I went to Born Free, but then I couldn't get enough vacation time. And I was like, oh, let's go to Born Free because I, so I met a bunch of people last year. That was awesome. I'll go again. And then this year, it's like, adios, Born Free. I need to think about you. And I was like, well, <laughs> it'd be cool if I could just drive my van. I mean, obviously, the goal for everyone is like, I just want to ride countless miles, bro. But that's a whole lot of distance. And if I can roll the bike in the van, I can crush 1,500 miles in a day, maybe even 2,000 just, uh, and then... I don't have to worry about game in the middle of the night or if yeah. it starts raining and mm -hmm. I can go farther, even though it won't be as dope of an experience, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Quotes, well, dope of an experience. Yeah. It's like some people are like, yeah. if you trailer the bike, it doesn't count. It's like, whatever. You You're still getting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the end result. And that's where I really want to go. So that way I'm fresh over there. And the plan is to go up there and check out one spot and then go through there, stay in Calgary for a day and so forth. And then uh, ride the bike everywhere else. So that way I have, fresh body i can enjoy 100 percent because i still have to go back and yeah. that was the main reason why i started building it was i did the floor so it looks cool and then i need to do a wheel chalk that's going to have i think it's each you know l track so that way it's uh -huh. just kind of like airliner stuff it's really neat so when the bike's not in there it still looks like like a pretty good van do windows and everything but it took a hold for a bit because my mac it's just so old and it's getting so slow when it comes to video editing just extremely yeah. annoying but it's still going strong i still love it but you know, it's just 
got some nuances and yeah. I decided I balled out in this camera. Might as well ball out a new computer. And I got a little carried away, but this should be <laughs> an animal. It I know, just dude. Handle whatever. Yeah, so many similarities, man. I started on a MacBook Pro, 2011 or no, 2012 MacBook Pro, and I was editing everything. And once again, it's just like you. It's just it started crapping out on me. It was slower than it should have been. So I built just like you built a computer. I got a computer right here. And then, yeah, dude, it's you have to. You absolutely have to. Yeah. You got to reinvest in it. But I'm I'm super interested in that that van, man, because I've been wanting dude. one. Yours looks nice. I love the flooring. That's man. the hardest the part. Thanks, dude. It's, it's trying to figure out which direction you want to go. That was probably, I want to say two months, but let's be realistic. It's probably like five months of just me <laughs> countlessly watching YouTube videos and all these like, oh, you know, van life. And my thing is that I didn't want the longest because I live in the city and I wanted to be able to commute and at least back up in normal parking space instead of parking. That's at the very end, like yeah. mugged on the way in. Yeah. And that way it's just easier because I drove, I used to drive an old body style Ford. I mean, this was maybe not even that long, but it was long eight foot bed. It was double cab or whatever it is. And it was just a pain in the nuts to just back that thing up, move in parking. It's like, I don't want that. I mean, it looked cool, but practicality. And that's why I went the medium roof. I could have just gone high roof because a lot of the places I thought I wouldn't fit in, I still don't even fit in with the medium roof. I mean, mm -hmm. I can still go drive throughs, which is important. I yeah. get my coffee, good to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that was the hardest part was learning to figure out what outfitment or whatever I can put in the van and still make it motorcycle oriented. If it was camper van, it would be easy just because you just need a couch, you need this. But, yeah. but with the van, everything is modular. So there's some amazing builds out there and trying to adapt them to how I would see it for the motorcycles was the key component. Yeah, that, that's the that's the hardest thing I'm running into is is I'm looking yeah. for something motorcycle specific. It's always like mountain biking. There's always these mountain yeah. biking vans, and then or dirt top, bikes. Or dirt yeah. bikes. Yeah, and they're a lot smaller. There's a lot huge difference when it comes to your Harley and then my Indian. Um, the biggest thing that I'm having trouble with is that it's also got to kind of be a family van. I mean, I got two kids, yeah. so I got, I got to have a back seat. But then I'm also thinking, well, if I pick up their friends, I got I want a third row. But then how do I do a third row with a motorcycle, enough room, all this other stuff? And it's just throw so on the bike with a seatbelt. Yeah, <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> it definitely should. It better work. Um, <laughs> but and I, then I the pricing is so expensive. Yeah, like everything in the van world. Dude. Yeah, that's what I'm finding out. I might just get a truck. I might just do a truck and then just call it a day on that and get yeah. a trailer if I feel like it. But, dude, that's really cool. I'm so glad that you're you're doing the van thing. I think that's really unique. Are you planning on doing, like, uh, like because you, you're saying traveling. So do you want to do, like, you want to or uh, record, I guess? What's the technical term yeah. of photography? Is it record or take pictures? I don't want to say take yeah, pictures. Yeah, either one. You can say take snap photos. What, I mean, it's all the same. Ah, I'll record with your film or, I mean, okay. record with your crop sensor. But it just, that's the ultimate goal is, uh, I, I think it would be so amazing. There's so many people that do it already is to be able to ride for a living, kind of go to these events and just record the experiences that other people may not be able to go. Yeah. I remember there was this company that reached out to me. There was an event that was going on in Florida, the first one they were ever doing. They're like, hey, can you share this for us? We'd love if you could make it out for us. And it's like, Money was really tight. I didn't have the schedule. I was like, if I go, it would be for a plane ticket and it's say $600. Like, you know, it's just way too much. But if you can pay for at least the ticket out, you know, I'll, I'll stay there and whatever and do all that find it on my own. And they're just kind of like, well, we can't really do that because of budgeting. I understand that, but it was worth a shot. And yeah. where that would be amazing that that was it. I, I would take the van, drive everywhere, do all this. And if I could get paid for that, I think that'd be amazing. There's been a couple opportunities where I had the... I guess opportunity again, I hate double words, double wording, but where a company reached out and said, Hey, we'd love to bring you on. But it was, I just signed a lease for my apartment and I wasn't able to, where it's like it, the, one of the stipulations would be if you could cover me breaking my lease and then everything else should be easy. Like, well, we can't do that. And then the pay wasn't conducive to where I'm at now. And it's like, okay, um, it's just not going to work out. I'd love to do it, but it kind of feel like I'd be going backwards and just run yeah. like everywhere just to make ends meet. And it's, I, I wouldn't want to do that to the company or myself, but I felt like, it would just want to be a positive experience for both. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to find the right what, time. Yeah. Yeah. You have to work, find what works for you. And I think a lot of people, uh, when they see the like, YouTube videos, um, it's like a lot of work goes into it and a lot of money, 
like uh, especially when you first start you have to spend a ton you just bought this nice camera you got this badass computer just so you can make free content for others so the best i mean right now the best way definitely is to to get somebody that will actually pay for you to go to these places and document it um but i I see where you're coming from because at the end of the day you want to share these experiences just based off what you said about the the gender reveal and the wedding so you're not doing it for the money so i think that's great that's awesome It just has if to. If I could make you. it a living, yeah, and and be able to do this as a reward, I think that'd be amazing. But it's cool because, let's say this weekend, I got last minute notice of uh, Memphis Shades needing help with the show. At a, it's a city two hours away up here in Dallas. And I was like, I'm off those days. Let's do it. Where my days off, where I could be spending time reporting and doing something. It's like, I mean, they've been a solid company. There's certain companies in the motorcycle industry where, I mean. They're just great customer service and they have amazing product. And I would, I'd love to support those type of companies to where they're not paying for it. And it's like, cool, you know, I'm more than happy to help because you're in a bind or whatever you need someone to help. I'm up, let's do it. And it's, it's going to be rewarding enough just kind of where you're putting, you're laying down your stones and putting a good foot forward to where eventually it's going to come back tenfold. I think it's just, you know, you get what you put out into the universe. And this is one of those moments where 2020 starting off. This yeah. is good vibes already out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Dude, 2020 has been, it's been crazy. 2020 has been oh, pretty good. Uh, at least for me. It feels me, like July. So. It's so long already. Yeah. But yeah. But you got busy. your plans, man. You have plans in your yeah. head. You got, I, I know yeah. how it feels developing the business and everything. I got a business now for, for the Dan and the Fireman channel and all that stuff. I saw that. I saw yeah. the end. It was like LLC. I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you have to, you absolutely have to. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I saw that and I was like, yeah. And you're, when you're talking about sole proprietorship versus this yeah. and this, I'm like, I went through the same process. And Especially nowadays, dude. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be careful. Everything. You gotta be careful. You really do. I'm just gonna introduce myself as that. Hey, I'm Connor LLC. That way, they just, <laughs> even if I'm not, they're like, oh, dude. he's covered. He's covered. <laughs> he's covered. Yeah, man. Because the last thing I want is is somebody to try something that that I'm doing and then find a, a lawyer that will sue me. And now it That's takes money true. from my take. Yeah, it takes money from my family. That's my biggest worry. And to go back to where you were talking about, you know, the, the sponsorships and me breaking the lease and all that stuff, yeah. you, you do have to take care of yourself. You really do. Yeah. And I'm trying to find different ways to take care of myself so that it takes care of my mm-hmm. family. So I do have to I do this think- for for money. At, at this is my job. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely enjoy loving it. And background of firefighting to serve others. It's this is how I'm doing it. So. Yeah. At first, I thought it was because you started doing that. Uh, it was the MSF course. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's I, why I thought you incorporated LLC. It was like, oh, that makes sense because you're an instructor. And then if they can't do it through the MSF, they'll go for the instructor themselves. But now that you said that, that's 100% true. Yeah. I, didn't, I never thought about that. Yeah. So I, I, I think I started it six months before I became an MSF rider coach. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, dude, I got a business account. So I mean, that's all they can go for, you know. Yeah, but that's what just, I need to do. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're having a, a business. I mean, shoot. I mean, if somebody yeah. doesn't like your your photos, mm-hmm. so you know they. Dude, there was just... actually something about that. That's what got me started thinking about LLC. Was I was listening to this amazing podcast, and I, I'm not even a fan of podcasts. There's certain ones I'll listen to, and that's maybe an episode. I listened mm-hmm. to this dude back to back when I was going to Colorado. Episode, 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 and then he was with this lady, and it was just. Uh, that you, when you can, if it's viable, do LLC because there was this time with this wedding photographer. They hired this guy. They saw all his books. He took their photos. And when they got it, that wife was just extremely irate and just upset that this wasn't what she had envisioned. And they took him to court. They tried to sue him for so much money, which is, mm. it was, I think it was five times his rate oh. and or what he charged them. Thankfully, the judge said, nah, fam, this is, you know, unfounded, no grounds. But I was like, oh, bro, this is what I'm into now. It's adulting, yeah. man. We're, you're you're an adult now with me. I hate it. Over <laughs> it. Over it. You, you, you kind of mentioned your age a little bit by saying when you're on MySpace. I mean, I don't think a lot of people that watch a lot of this stuff knows what MySpace is. I know. Oh, my glory MySpace. days, dude. Dude. I'm like this. <laughs> Changing up the background, hyperlinking everything, having music, your favorite song. Dude. See, I know. I missed that. I missed that. <laughs> you that can't so do that dope. now. You can't do that nowadays. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. that's that's insane, dude. That's that's a lot of fun. Um, any yeah. plans for like? Uh, I mean, you, you're super excited about 2020. So, like, what's something that you're like? We're doing this, and this is what I'm doing. Because you said you said you have renegade a one, ride. three, and renegade ride. Boom. All yeah, right. that's what's that. 100. It's uh, this. It's I started. 
there's a lot of support coming from Canada. Death Defied, what's up, baby? Um, but a lot of the writers out there, they follow the channel it's since the beginning. There's this fellow, Troy, who had his dyna after I got my street bob. I came across the page on Instagram, and that became the style I was trying to emulate, which was club style. And initially, I was going to do ape hangers and Vance high sword shots, and I kind of went, whoop, quick 180. Yeah. And that was what I was trying to get at. And then there was this other buddy, Will, who we started talking. He used to be from Texas. He served the Marines, thankful for his service and all for his veterans. And that little by little, it started just growing. And yeah. there's tons of support in Canada for some reason. There's a couple in Toronto, but most of them are just in Alberta. And then a couple more people started producing pots up there. There's Little Gypsy, Johanna, or however you pronounce her name, and then Culture Status. And they just put out so much content. They put us dope. And then they started this Renegade Riot, I think it was three years ago. I think this will be the third year. The first year, I think it was 50 people. I, I don't even know these numbers are active. This is just why I saw on Instagram. I think it was 50 people. Were, it was still a big event, you know, for yeah. them just first year doing it. And it just looked like a blast. And then uh, a couple of buddies and I were talking about going the second year, and it grew, I mean, tenfold. And so this year, the tickets sell so fast. They put them, I think it's December or, December or January, they'll put them for pre-sale, and they usually sell out by January. And it's six months in advance, which wow. is insane. And it's just so welcoming. Like, all types are welcome. And then they usually close the gate. So where you're there for the two, two days, um, it's usually just a weekend because there's alcohol that's served, and they're – just a close-knit family and it's just it looks that's, like a fun time dude Look. that's cool man that's cool though i don't know too much about those types of things like uh typically all i do is like one charity ride a year um uh-huh. my wife went to a uh was it uh babes ride out so that's the only thing i can equate to what you're trying to say so is it like yeah. just a, a big social and that's pretty much what it is i mean sometimes you guys can like i guess leave to go ride but i mean it's mainly just the social event that bikes bring you guys all together is that what that is all about yeah and then they have events there it's, i like to call it what sturgis started off as where it's kind of okay. people come together uh and i don't want to put them that much like you know in a nutshell but that's kind of what i think of when i see it and yeah. because it's just a lot of people that who enjoy riding motorcycles they enjoy each other's company and then they have games they have like get the hot dog off the string while you're riding they have uh you push a keg with your bike and it just looks like so much fun. You're camping and enjoying the wilderness with like-minded people. And because there's certain events where you go out there and they're meant to bring people together, but you get there and everyone has their own cliques where, yeah, I mean, you, it's just, you show up and you're trying to be friendly. They're like, Hey, come out to this event. And you show up and they're just like, Oh, what's up? And they just kind of go back. What's the whole point of doing that? And this yeah. is the exact opposite of what I've started to notice. And I think there's been a shift where uh, one of my buddies in New York, Brooklyn, that he had said that he noticed in IMS this year that there was a shift towards newer riders, which I thought was amazing that previous years, it was kind of like people in the industry or who are real close to the industry that just buy, 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 cool. But a lot, you have to think about it. It's the the weekend warrior if you have to put them in a, in a cast or whatever, a label, that those are people who really stimulate this industry because they're the ones buying everything and they're just the ones investing. That's cool. I want to invest this in my bike. I love it because a lot of times they work a lot. They just have all that money to spend where you have to be welcoming to everyone. Even if you don't like them, well, you don't like their style. Like that's the one thing that's so funny is that you post a picture of your bike. Say you put, I don't know, T bars and an FXRT fairing on your Indian. I remember I mocked up something on Instagram <laughs> and people got so mad. They were like, no, it's not how you do it. I would do it like this. And it's, it's not your it's, bike. It's, it's, like, it's, it's your bike. Yeah. It's your personality. I think yeah, they get that's so worked huge. up about yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's some uh, there's some diehards when it comes to the stuff, and there I've had people say, "Why did you buy this bike, my, my Indian FTR?" It's like it's not really oh, I love an Indian. That thing, dude. Dude, oh. I love it. I love it. To me, it's an Indian. It's an Indian. I want you know, it. it. It will. May, no, you can't. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> you should uh, you should buy one yourself though, man. They're a lot of fun. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like, you, you can't have mine. You definitely can't have mine. I like your bike though. I like it a lot. I was watching when I was watching that Iron Butt Challenge. Um, or is it no? There's a thousand mile. Uh, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. All right, all right. Yeah, because I, I remember uh, I, I just talked to somebody and they're like, we were trying to figure it out. And I guess it's like a saddle, saddle sore or saddle sore. Yeah, there's hundred days. It's for whatever, it. whatever. It's an iron butt. Um, I was wondering like how day. tough. It, yeah, you started at two. Was it two a.m. You started? Yeah, what? because that's the other thing is, I wanted as much sunrise like or not sun on me. Yeah, because we went to Fort Worth. Uh, the previous time I left at four and dude, 
Texas is hot regardless, but when you get like North Texas, it just feels and just that weird wavy like landscape where you know it's hot, you see dust, bunny, whatever oh, they're yeah. called. Yeah. And it's just miserable. Just hot air on a hot body. Just, Ugh, this is miserable. And so yeah. I'm like, no, not this time. But I don't want to start too early where uh, it was kind of the one thing that we always learned growing up was if you're out at a party, even though we had a curfew, you know, if you find yourself at 2 a.m., wait till 2.30. That way, most people leaving a bar, they have that. So I kind of wanted to that same window. It's just a teacher yeah. that I've had since I was growing up. Is always be weary, stay vigilant on the road, and especially in that in the morning. But that's also early enough to where all the critters have gone to bed. Usually, yeah. they stop crittering around. Yeah. So it was kind of like strategical. But why why did you choose Phoenix? Why did you why did you go that way instead of like north or east or? Yeah. Uh, well, because it was for born free, and so it was oh, kind of it was yeah. happened to be directly from Austin was a thousand miles. Just perfect nice let's do it and then the next day was a short ride well in, in time wise it <laughs> felt like super hot but it was cool because that morning we were coming through tech, like i mean here in austin you have cityscape and then the farther you get out west it's like even an hour outside the city is just country it's just like country loving baby mm-hmm. and it was cool because it's 3 a.m when we're coming to this gas station we're meeting everyone else and it was a full moon and you see the road there's no cars out and you could just see the weeds and the trees just clear. I mean, you saw dark skies, but then everything was lit up. And it was just so beautiful. Just like, bro, where am I? Like, what? Dude, you like, find like the weirdest, like not weirdest, but like the, the most unique yeah. take on scenery. Like you, you literally are thinking it. through, you're looking through like a camera basically this yeah. whole time. I love that, dude. That's awesome. That's what I like about riding is that because I'm already going through Galveston. It's not a great drive. You're going through I-10. It's just potholes everywhere. Just semis trying to kill you, and it's just boring. You're like, trying to blast it. You're just yeah. trying to get there as quick as possible. I'd done it in cars previously, and then you get to the beach, and then you start smelling the salt air. But with the motorcycle, you really you feel it. Yeah. You hear the seagulls yeah. calling. It's just like super cinematic. I think that's how I always think, but it's just it's completely different. I mean, the, the memories that you make on a bike, it's so much more involved and immersive because you feel the air. I mean, it's extremely hot. When we were coming from Phoenix to California, you felt the heat on off the asphalt. Yeah. And it was just, just, oh, dude. I mean, you felt like you were like a piece of bacon, just little lines coming up. <laughs> and it was just miserable, but it was just like, uh, but it was just, it's just amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love you're riding part, 100%. Yeah. You're a part of the experience. You're not just watching it from, from your car. Yeah, the windshield, just like. Yeah. And then you also have more distractions in the car, which yeah. I try not to. I mean, everyone's guilty, yeah. but, you know. Boring yeah, so drive. Let me change the music real quick, you know, and then just like, oh, hey. Yeah, I take naps when I'm driving. So <laughs> Tesla baby, just yeah, that's right, <laughs> dude. <laughs> if they come out with a Tesla van, do you think you'll get something like that? Because man, I think Amazon's coming out with one. That, that's a tough question. I, I I joked around with it saying I would, and it, it, it's a cool concept, but I kind of find myself torn. Because they say it's a smaller footprint, sure, but then to harvest all the materials, it's a pretty big footprint, dude. Yeah, and then yeah. that mass, and it's like, uh, and it's convenient, but then also the distance, I'm yeah. not too sure. And the convenience of having, you can get gas wherever, and yeah. I can carry a thing of gas with me. But, but, uh, I wonder if it, it would void your warranty 100%, and you're paying like $100,000 for a car, <laughs> so you probably wouldn't want to do it. But you could do solar panels and then just continuously recharge. You'd have to do some fitment, but. Then you can just drive to the ends of the earth until something breaks, and then you take a test. And they're like, "Oh, well, you messed with it, so we can't really mess with you, sir." So you're already thinking uh, all these uh, these loopholes on it, man. Hack the system, dude. Ah, I think I dropped my mic. Let's see. You're good. <laughs> yeah, because uh, when I was building the van, I was doing that solar panels. I was like, "You could do this with a Tesla, probably." And yeah, I don't know. What, well, what about a? Because we're thinking like long distance. I mean, obviously they're not going to work very well. But what about a bike that is? is just battery operated would you get one no oh you like- I, I say no but i want that uh the exc the was yeah exc at the ktm version okay that's just so dope and that's just uh, battery operated i was thinking like something like a like a dirt bike american. That, yeah <laughs> you're an american <laughs> i love that <laughs> But I was thinking like a dirt bike that was uh, just a battery operated because you know, it's just all torque. And if yeah. I'm going to go riding anywhere, it's going to be in within like 100 miles of my house. So I'm just going to go ride, come back, charge it up, and then boom, I'm done. But yeah, I, do you I, still do? Uh, the, you can go ahead. I'll remember oh, my question. No, I, I think I know where you're going with that one. But uh, what? Uh, go the ahead, Saturday, go ahead. Saturday Scramblers. 
Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. If you no. still do videos, like, I, I remember when I first came across your video, I was like, what is this dude doing? Click. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. He's taking his stupid Harley off road. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. I, I don't know why I just remembered that. But when you start talking about the going like 100 miles to your house, I was just like, yeah. oh, dude. Yeah, dude, I, I want to get back into it. I really want to get back into it. And that, that brought out my. Uh, photography mind like because i had a a third shot i had a uh, my second one on the handlebars on my on my face so i'm trying to figure out you know what angle this is going to look like when i'm on the ridge so that mm -hmm. really brought out and then i added music i was doing music with that so that brought out that that i really like so i mean i understand when you're riding and you're like looking at all the scenery you're like oh man maybe like at 100 elevation this is how it's going to look but then maybe Maybe from this angle, it's gonna look this way. I, I get that mindset that you have. I mean, maybe not with all the skill you have, but I understand that creative. It's just process. practice, man. It's just you just do it over and over, and like then you it just becomes secondhand. I just wish more people appreciated it. Where it's just like, dude, you know. Yeah. But I can't knock it because it's the society. Like there was this video. I was used to be so mad at this dude. I don't even know what what his channel is, but he's <laughs> a lot of his thumbnails have super big eyes, and all he does is just waffles a bunch of stuff. Where it's like. Will it waffle? And he's like, let's do 100 gummy worms. And then he frees it and tries to eat it. He's like, no, 40 million views. And it's like, oh, bro, what? And it's like, oh, well, I mean, he's figured out, like, the system and how to play it 100%. You the man, bro. You Dude, imagine if, imagine if you did something like that, but on the side, never show your face, and that was what made you money, and then now you go off and go travel. That's true, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Ain't no shame, dude. That's that creative thing I'm thinking right now. Maybe I want to do a Will It Waffle or Will It Panini or something. There you go, just something. <laughs> Will It Cereal and you're over doing, I don't know, whatever it is. But it's like I tried an iPhone thing. I got the new iPhone 10 back when it first came out. I was there. got it. And I was like, cool, dope. And I was like doing a review, the worst review of my life. And again, that was the first technical review I did where motorcycles, I just talked about what it is. I didn't try to be something I wasn't or something I wasn't mm -hmm. familiar with. And it was terrible. And I was like, you know, that was my thinking, like, oh, it's going to go viral, and this is going to be that one video, et cetera. And I think I, <laughs> I think when I, before I made it private or unlisted, <laughs> I think it had, like, 200 views. And that was, like, after a year, like, this is – and it had, like, 100 thumbs down. Like, Dude, I oh. appreciate y'all being honest. But I tried, <laughs> and it was just like <laughs> – it's like, no. <laughs> well, were you, trying to be, were you trying to be all technical? Is that one of the things? That's the thing. And that's yeah. where I learned from this, like, for this, I mean, is I can't – that's not me. If, if that was, yeah. if I was passionate about that, it would come out. It would be natural instead of me just saying, this is an iPhone 10 with 250, you know, just like everyone can read that if they want, yeah. you know, talk about like the, I think when I switched to the Android Note 10, which I don't have anymore because mm -hmm. I just couldn't do Android. I talked about in comparison with the iPhone and how you can use it. And I use it for the photography, videography, the difference in the lenses, what you could do. And that one did fairly well. I mean, it's not blown up, but it was a lot more natural. And I was more proud of that than me trying to, I mean, again, you could, you should try new things because who knows, it could have been amazing. It could have been like yeah. a new iPhone, like I Justine or whoever that Marcus, Marquise, or they, I can't remember Yeah, Marquise Brownlee. Um, I, actually, I like that guy. Yeah. He, he does really good. He does really, he's very there's technical. there's some great, yeah. exactly. And, but he's good at it. It just comes naturally. It's just maybe he's just been practicing doing it for well, so long. And also, he's he's talking from a point of view of of this is what I would use it for, and this uh -huh. is what I'm using it with. Like like I did this, this, and this. And then he does mention some of the specs, but he mm -hmm. kind of just glosses over them because he does understand that you can read that. Exactly. Yeah. But, Google. Boom. Yeah. I like I like it because he literally will say what he's doing it using it for and what. You know, if you're gonna buy this, I mean, you want and you want to use it for this, it's not gonna be the best thing. Yeah. So that's the authenticity. And from what you're saying, dude, I, I think like you know, if you could just share experiences that you have with these this yeah. equipment, and you do your fun like motorcycle riding, all these cool things, and be like shot with, or this was yeah. it was easy to use oh, with true, this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be good. I think there should be a mixture of both, like you want. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, because I that. thought about that with uh, when I was going to do this other channel initially. Not uh, this is like another channel before I actually made this channel. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. I was going to include, include firearms because that's just a big part of my life. I love firearms. I love training with them and helping spread education about it. Like if this is going to happen, you should be aware, you know how to use it, and etc. Just in different situations. And then I was like, oh, I'll also include this new series where it was going to be called Wander with Connor, which I was thinking about adapting to this the current Connor channel. And a lot of people don't really rise a lot of these roads or they'll be like, hey, Connor, this group, 
do you know any good routes for this? Uh, me and my wife or me and so friends are mm -hmm. going here. We have the knowledge like, cool, Google map it. This is it. You can add this route. You can add this kind of like a guide for the yeah. Texas. And I want to do that with the channel kind of like, you know, maybe every other week, like, Hey, this is Marvel Connor series. We're exploring Lion Creek road, which is a really popular one here in Austin because it's so many twisties. And just, this is how it is. I turn my head a lot. And so that's, oh, that's the roughest fine. part. Oh, and, no, I'm saying right like, oh. <laughs> I was yeah, like, like with my GoPro, I'll be like, like this. <laughs> and when it comes to the video and if I fast forward, cause no one wants to sit there for 20 minutes, just like, Oh, that's the road I'm never going to ride. It, if I had an exhaust, that might be different. And, yeah. but it's just, I do this stuff. I'm fast forwarding it. It's just like, like this. And it's just like, <laughs> you're getting nauseous. Wait. Yeah. So I need to figure out like maybe like a shoulder mount or just like a top mount something. And that way that can transfer a lot better. Yeah. Um, that was where uh, some guy from California, he was one of the videos I used to watch a lot before I started my channel. And uh, I wish I remember his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. But he would do rides in, uh, what do they call it? Hell's Kitchen, like in California, some back roads and stuff. And he just did a chin mount. And he wouldn't talk at all. And he had his microphone yeah. down his shirt in the back by the exhaust. Yeah. And just ride like he rode. And just, it was just like, damn, if I, if I can't ride, man, just watch this video real quick. And it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched a few of people have done that. I think there's a European guy that does that. And it's just like, it's just as like just audio on the thumbnail. And there's been times where I'll just watch it. And it's just, yeah, you hear the exhaust. So have yeah. good audio with that. It's, Dude, you can, yeah. there's so much stuff. I'm, I'm thinking like out right now about all the things you're saying. And you got the manliest of the manliest shit, dude. You got guns, you got motorcycles, you got exploring the wilderness. And then you have the passion for the cameras. I and see the beard. Documenting. You, you need to get a beard, man. That's the Let thing. Let me borrow it. I can't grow one. <laughs> no? No? No. Oh, that's a shame, guy. man. That's a shame. My I'm brothers, sorry. though, I think it's get the generation. Because my older brother... Oh. even my half brother he's got a huge beard and then my younger brother it's like you did have a uh, yeah you did have like a handlebars i saw him getting trimmed man was that oh dude i, I saw that now that i see photos and videos i'm like did it really look like that it looked so dumb but <laughs> so many people liked it. i'd be walking around like hey, dude, mustache. it was always dudes which i didn't mind but you know i wish like a girl would be like hey nice mustache like oh hey what's the yeah time? girls don't do like it that? girls don't like yeah, it no. that's what i'm saying man if you grow that back you don't even have you don't even need a beard just grow that back do the guns do the motorcycling do the do the adventures and then record it and then tell people the hat dude have everything have a full get up be known for that honestly that, <laughs> now, now we're adding more now we're just adding more <laughs> should totally do it dude i think you should document all that stuff definitely yeah. well i'm shaving my mustache Why? tuesday after the the expo it's oh, okay. just I figured I was gonna do, uh, you know, just a, a break. I had it. I only shaved it once last year, and then other than that, it was ninety nine percent of two thousand nineteen was my mustache. I don't even like it really. I mean, now I've grown to like it. Yeah. But it was just kind of started being associated like, hey, that's Connor. People would identify like, oh, mustache. I only knew because it, it was you because the mustache. Okay, well, well, I'll leave it for a while. And then it went all year. And then my birthday is middle of the month next month, and so I figured I'll shave it Tuesday. Then I go back to work Wednesday, and then that way it's just um, about half a month that I'll have no mustache. Everyone's like, what? At work? You, yeah, you need that. to, like, change it up because I was starting to be noticed for that too, and I don't want to be like a Dr. Phil where I can never shave it. <laughs> so I, I grew a beard, and I'm probably going to shave it soon, and then I'm going to regrow yeah. it so it's going to be changing it up. But Yeah, well, it's like uh, that dude Brady. Brady till death for Go Past Don't Die. He shaved his beard, and I was just like, what? what? That looks weird. Because, I mean, he's got a <laughs> glorious beard, but his mustache yeah. is just majestic. It's like, okay, cool. You know, that, that's Brady. And then he shaved it. I was just like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a good look. You look good with change, but it's just. You're a dude. Weird. You're just a normal dude now. You, yeah, you, exactly. You're, <laughs> you were majestic, like a unicorn before, yeah. but not anymore that's that's my it's like if jason momoa shaved his head like because he's had long hair for so long oh yeah I, I saw him when he shaved his beard and he looked different but not too bad i mean he's got those eyebrows yeah. so that that's always gonna be there oh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> you ever plan on uh going to like hawaii and riding around the we were talking about jason momoa so i hawaii but like any of that cool stuff because you go to canada like you want to go to canada yeah. but what about hawaii with all the landscapes and plenty of opportunities cool. for photography it'd be, it'd be cool i hear it's small like i mean if you have a bike you only do it so much like when we yeah. went to st lucia i didn't ride my bike but we went out there i rented a van 
and the airport was at the south of the island. And then our spot, our little Airbnb was at the north end of that, like the very north off the cliff, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's a long drive on the map. And so we get there. I Google map it, and I think it was like three hours. Like, what? Oh, what? Three that's hours not much. So from the south. And <laughs> But then you're driving, it's just so beautiful. But it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's how I imagine Hawaii. Again, with the whole kind of like circling back, if I could travel and do this as living with the motorcycle, especially – I wanted it with my Dyna, but I kind of betrayed it and just said, Adios, traded it for the soft tail, but when the soft tail is an amazing ride. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to take it to France. Like, I want to take it, not to say just France, but Europe, but France is definitely one of the places I want to ride to Italy, to like all the Alps. I mean, just like all over Asia, really. But just if I could do that, just, oh, are you, are you, I was going to say, are you picking that because of the ride or because the the camera stuff? Pretty much everything. <laughs> like, I, I can find pretty much something to photograph wherever i'm at like uh okay. even though like recently back home i went back to visit south texas which everyone from south texas knows is the valley um and for the people from corpus who think that's part of the valley it's not just that funny. It was like put that psa out there it's kingsville below <laughs> uh where it's we we had like a ranch it used to be an ostrich farm and then we converted it to just a regular ranch style house we got rid of all the fencing and we have someone that comes and cuts the, the grass and they take the hay bales that's kind of like the agreement that we have and they left the tractor there last time I was visiting, and I had just kind of started exploring with night photography and light painting. And I saw it, and I was like, wow. I mean, that's I've always enjoyed being out there because it's just the sunsets are amazing. I just Sunsets are my go-to. I love them over sunrises, but sunrises can be nice. But it's just the sun was hitting it. Cool. It's like, okay, cool. Take some photos. And then I had my light, which just happened to die. And I was like, cool, let me start painting it. And then I did the tractor. I had the tractor that we had. It was an international harvest, and then we had a hay bale and a million mosquitoes <laughs> and then, uh i ended up overlaying a starry sky behind it and it's just mm-hmm. so amazing it's just i also show my parents like hey dad look at this look what i do with your tractor and he goes that's not here it is it's like literally right outside you can go look yeah. and it's just stuff like that where it's rediscovering familiar places because nothing's ever going to be the same like i tell people whenever we go on rides is it's like oh you're going on this ride again and a lot of people some people don't like it's like oh whatever bro it's too deep but it's how everything's changing it's just so amazing that you can do the one road in the summer cool you're hitting it but then you go in the fall the trees are changing yeah, there's changes, a breeze yeah. and it's just dude how can you not like to ride that's why i tell people if you're new to riding that's why i started this facebook group where you know if you're in this general 200 mile area of central texas add in it because we're always riding i think like on certain sundays it can go anywhere from 50 miles to 300 and it's just you know come out learn to ride and we'll do big rides and then some people are like oh i've never ridden with a big group you come on up and then we do the, the pre-meet ride it's like hey if you've never been with the group i'm going to be in the back feel free to come and for those who like to ride faster go in the front you know the routes etc this is our meetup spot if you get lost just ride your ride and then at the end of like oh that's so amazing i never ridden with the group i thought i was gonna be super nervous it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to be nervous and pretty much being there for others when other people were kind of like you have to be so good to ride with us like dude mm-hmm. bring them out you know in- incorporate them into the group let them be a part of the experience and it's just that's why I really like this. And then just telling them, like, oh, we're going to go ride this road again. Some people are like, oh, I don't want to. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to still ride it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're always trying to invite new people. You're trying always, to get people. Always. always. I would say all bikes welcome. And then all people, all riders, because some people show up on Groms and so forth. And it's like, okay, well, there's certain rides where it's like, if you show up on a Groms, it's like, hey, you're more than welcome to come. But, you know, if, if I happen to get excited, I may leave you for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm going to slow down if I don't find you. And then you can find me along this road. And I'll tell them kind of like little maps. And for certain rides, I think we were doing the sisters one time where we were doing a lot. And then some people might run out of gas. Mm-hmm. I printed out these little strips and said, hey, here's my number. And then Instagram, in case they, for some reason they didn't have it, they found it through a friend. Um, just call me and text me. So that way, if I don't see you at this point, you know, I can at least hit you up. Or you can hit me up and say, hey, where'd y'all go? This is where we're at. Um, just I always feel like it's my responsibility to be that productive or not productive that positive impact on that person's first ride especially if it's a ride like that to where hey you know i like this road a lot i may get excited and then i may leave for a little bit but then if it's a really technical road or we're in the middle of nowhere it's hey this is where you can find me this is my number or if anything happens you know one of your buddies goes off the road yeah did you take that from like uh when you started learning how to ride you said your buddy would take you and he took you from one on-ramp to the next off-ramp yeah did he do that uh, no no, he kind of said uh, he he followed behind me. That way, he was okay. at my own pace. But I got that from one of the drag specialties dealer rides that I had the opportunity to go with the Memphis Shades, where 
I was just like a kid in a candy store and we were going all over. We went to like Dallas Fire. And I mean, there were so many routes that you could go. I think it was like three, but they were all in the middle of nowhere, like outside Las Vegas. So it's just a bunch of desert. And the the person who had the, I guess the follow truck was just like, Hey, if you happen to run out, here's my number. And they have a piece of strip of paper and they give you a card. And it had major points of contact. That way you could do the person that was, I think the HR person for the, the company and then the actual follow truck. And then that really stuck with me where it's a good kind of a, you know, tool to fall back on where it's like, yeah. you know, with a lot of first responders, you fall back on your training whenever like high points of stress. And it's kind of like the same thing where I'll give you something. And a lot of people, when something happens, they reach for their phone. So I'll say, Hey, put this with your phone, you know, in the same pocket. Yeah. And, it, it, and that way it comes out. It's like, Oh, I have this number. That's right. And then it may bring down the stress a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of what was a really good thing. Yeah. Cause when I start getting low on gas, I'm like, Oh, even though I know I still have like 50 miles, like, bro, I'm going to run out. I'm going to die. <laughs> but then it's, yeah, it's having that safety net. So even yeah. if you don't have like a, a vehicle in the back trailing everybody, especially yeah. on one of these rides, you know that if you have to, you can call somebody. That's, that's really smart. I've never even thought of that. I, I've never been a part of a ride that did that. Um, so yeah, you just, you just talk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm learning a lot, dude. I'm learning a lot. Now and we know. I know it's, it's awesome. I'm going to start incorporating yeah. that myself. And if yeah, anybody no, out yeah. there is, that's listening or watching this, that's not a bad idea. That's, that's a really good idea. That's to yeah. keep people safe. And I think that's mentally safe too. Cause like you said, your heart's pounding and you don't want your heart yeah. pounding if you're new to a group ride and now you start making mistakes and that's a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think it's good because we were coming back from Dallas one time and uh, we were coming back roads because 35 just sucks. That's like our main bread and butter here in Texas. And it's just always congested. And I think it was Saturday evening or Sunday evening, something where like there was a big, oh, the stock show in Rodeo, that's what it was in Fort Worth. And we were coming back. So it's like hundred people were probably going to be coming down 35. I said, no, we're going back. We're riding. And it's cool because a lot of our, our group knows that some people are up ahead. And I ended up going down this road and everyone's following me. And then this buddy on my road bike comes up. It's just like, dude, turn around. I was like, oh, I missed the exit. My bad. And I turn around, and a little bit down the road, I see one of our buddies on the side of the road. I was like, oh, shoot. And so I get there, and then we, I get down. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You good? And then his frock, it just completely just got oh, eaten no. up. Just, and it was just terrible. I was like, oh, dude, man, I would have just been like, oh, yeah. I would not have known anything until like, I got back to San Antonio two hours away. Like, where is everybody? <laughs> but it's good because it's kind of like the, the group, because that was all from that Sunday Rise group that we have. And we kind of have that, uh, that I guess you could say brotherhood camaraderie where it's just, we look out for each other. And then on the rides where there's been times where someone's bike has been down. It's like, oh, you know, I'm exhausted. I have work early tomorrow, but their bike broke down. It took forever to bring it back, but it's, I want someone to do that for me. So that's kind of, yeah. that's why I look out for them. Uh, one of the, the things that I think about, um, when it comes to helping others and, and especially for somebody on the side of the road is that if you have all the time in the world, it's no problem for you to stop for 20 minutes, but if you're like, you're rushing, you, yeah. a lot of people won't stop. So it really shows your character when, when you're like, this is going to be a detriment to me, but I know that this is going to be something even more massive for this person to get yeah. the help. So yeah. Dude, that, that means that that's awesome. Man. I, I'm glad you think yeah. that way. I think there needs to be more of that in the motorcycle community. Cause I, 100%, uh, yeah. a lot of the people I see, like when you say there's clicks, you know, there's clicks yeah. at these little events. It's like, you know what? If there's one of those types of people that will reach out, that's in that click, we'll grab this other click, and now all of a sudden it's just a big group. Yeah. And I think well, there definitely needs to be more of that. It's like uh, one of those guys, uh, for, I became friends with him in California. He ended up going to MMI in Arizona, and we became friends. And he, I, I felt really proud because he was kind of, he didn't know what he wanted to do, and then he, he fell in love with motorcycles. And we were kind of talking about the channel. He enjoyed it, and then he graduated, and then we were FaceTiming. I was like, dude, I'm really proud of you. That's awesome that you kind of found something and you're going to stick with it. And then he ended up finding a job in, I think it was job hunting in Texas. And so he was staying here in my apartment and we were riding. And I think it was like the second ride we went on, we were going to the Lion Creek area out West and his bike just would start shutting off and it was doing oh, it. And no. of course it was on the hilliest part possible with uh -huh. all these blind turns. I was like, ah, oh, dude, this is so sketch. And I was just so worried because someone's going to crash. I was like, you know what? Uh, we had one of the guys in the street glide kind of run um, trail and just put his hazard. And we pushed up this hill, which is the, the most annoying thing ever. Because like, he couldn't have stopped at the top of the hill. <laughs> and we pulled on the side. And we were about 45 minutes from my apartment. And I was like, dude, I mean, you can get a tow truck. But I have my van if y'all are just trying to sit. And I'll just go and get it. You know, I'll rip as fast as I can. And one of the guys said, hey, there's a gas station about 20 minutes up. You know, what do y'all want? He took orders and he went and got uh, waters and stuff for everybody. And then I rode out, got my van, 
he brought it up and then we loaded it and it was kind of like that whole everyone was willing to help out they're just like bro this is how it is in texas no dude, we got you son and <laughs> and it was really cool because then his mom um we he was hanging out and then his mom was like hey you know i want to talk to connor or whatever and she goes hey thank you so much for helping my son out i was like hey of course i mean coming yeah. come from texas i think that there's now there's not quite as much of it but from my upbringing it's kind of like the whole southern gentleman i was gonna you know, say yes ma'am no sir yeah. and it's just that kind of mentality it's i don't know you you don't know me but i'm gonna give you that most respect and if for some reason something comes in my bubble where it offends me and I'll be like, Hey, this is offensive. Don't do it. Or I'll just walk away. You know, but yeah. if it's something that's going to put me in danger, dog, you best believe I'm going to defend me and mine, baby. That's right. Yeah. I like that. And I think that came from your upbringing, man. I think the, yeah. the, the familial bond that you have. And then, and then, I mean, honestly, the, when, as a parent, that whole Sunday movie thing, it's, it's yeah. just, an, it, to, some people will think about that. It's just an event. It's just it's yeah. whatever it's the movies, but it, it's literally the the bonding of we're, yeah. we're we're side by side, we're watching something, we're enjoying something together, and it really does instill hey family people mm-hmm. are very important, and I, I I'm assuming that's where that's coming from, and yeah, that's yeah, awesome, dude, that's awesome. It, it reminds me when I was out you know in the in the desert with my friends, sixteen and seventeen year old, and somebody gets stuck with their their really beat up truck. I mean, all like 10 of us are trying to like, we're bouncing on the tail bed. We're digging out. We're trying to get things out and going. And then you enjoyed it. I mean, you enjoyed having to deal with somebody getting stuck. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, dude, that brings memories when you're talking about that on the hill. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that like, sucks no. though. It does suck to do some work, yeah. but man, it's, it's the memories that you get from that. Well, it's yeah. like with riding where uh, I, I think we rode one time. We had this event January 1st. It was a shop ride in Dallas, which is from Austin. I think at the time I was in San Antonio, so it was about three hours instead of two. And it was supposed to be nice and sunny. And then I think two days before that night, uh, a storm came in. Uh-huh. and just rained. And it stopped raining, but it was still like a slight mist. And then it was cold. It was like 40 degrees. And so we're just like, oh. we layered up as best as we could. <laughs> no. And so yeah. we're just here on the highway, like, bundling up, stopping like every hour, warming up, just just on the highway just doing like a hub dude we're over this and we're just getting through it <laughs> and it was miserable but it it was just so awesome just because that's a memory because it stood out it's like you kind of you have that story right now yeah yeah and it's just it was miserable but then thinking about it, it's like young dog i rode through that and it's just yeah but nope nope dude i i've got a few of those stories too and, and you those are the one those are the rides you remember those are definitely yeah. the rides you remember and then you have a lot of fun with that I mean, yeah. that's what you're going to keep for, for, from 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah. That's what you're going to have. That's yeah, awesome, dude. man. And that's, that's why I like the industry. It's just so yeah. – it because, I mean, you're going to find people that you don't mesh with 100%. And there's been people that come on rides or have met me that are just like, no, this dude's just not my vibe. You know, they don't like it. Cool. That's your prerogative. Yeah. I respect you for that. And I don't want you showing up if you're just going to hate me the whole time. You know, like you're kind of just not investing your time as best as you could for that day. You could go ride yeah. with those people that – they're more along your lines. And, uh, but with the motorcycle industry, you meet so many people that you mesh with and you learn from each other and you create bonds. And I like it's just pretty much, it goes back to, um, where you're not, you're, I'm trying to think of how I, I, I say this, where it's, you're a culmination of all the people that you've met because from this conversation, yeah. I now carry a piece of you with me that's going to transfer. And I think that everyone benefits from everything because everything is always learning or yeah. everyone's always learning. So I think that's what I really like about the motorcycle industry is the camaraderie. You know, maybe there's a moment where you were like, I don't like this guy. And they're nice to your friends. Like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll give him a chance. He's in the olive branch because he was nice to homeboy. And then, you know, and vice versa, it goes both ways. Um, yeah. But it's just there's so many experiences that come with it, good and bad. And yeah. there's a lot of trying times with your bike breaks down. You're not a mechanic. You're like, I'm going to learn today, baby. And, just, yeah. mm, and it works. You're like, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the the whole every every person you meet is is an experience, and you learn from that. That's huge. Yeah. That, that's that's what I do. That's why I want to talk to to as many people as I possibly can. Different people. I mean, you're yeah. you're you're different than me in in a bunch of ways, but then we're also same in these ways. And and then I learn from the differences, and then I learn yeah. that I'm not the only weird one. And then because <laughs> yeah. MySpace yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> but I, I I'm learning from different people. I've talked to uh, a ton of people in the past two weeks. Yeah. And I'm really learning even more that there's just so much more out there. I, I thought I was within my own little bubble and reaching yeah, out. It's so, crazy. Crap. Yeah. yeah. I think it's and, so awesome because it's culture. I mean, yeah. 
everyone comes from different backgrounds. Even though we're in the same nation, the same country, everyone's had different upbringings. I mean, people from South Texas are completely different than people from here from Central Texas. Yeah. It's like, Shoot, you, even even me right here, my kids are going to have a different uh, upbringing than our next door neighbor, and they're going to have uh-huh. two totally different experiences, and they can learn from each other. And just like I can learn from you, uh, I can learn from anybody. Um, if as long as I have that learning mind, I think that's yeah, the biggest yeah. thing. Because you're exactly. talking about yeah. how somebody will show up and they're just like, oh, uh, you know, not meshing very well, and that's it's a lot because of them, and yeah. it, maybe a little bit of you. But at the at the end of the day, if yeah. you try, yeah. if you're just trying. You'll, yeah, because I always like to think like, oh, we're open-minded. But there's some times where some people just after one experience with them, like, uh, I just have this bad taste in my mouth. And they'll say something. Back in my head, I'm just like annoyed. Like, why are you even saying that? But then it's like, oh, I catch myself like, dude, that's not very uh, a good neighbor of you. I was like, no, yeah. I'm just going to, aha, okay, cool. And then I'll, if, if they don't interest me or I don't have a question that I want to ask them, that's kind of uh, whatever the word is to keep the conversation going or add to yeah. it, contribute. Right. Like, okay, cool. You know, I'm done. Obvious. Thank you. And, you know, Gorgeously yeah. leave. Yeah. And, that's what and I it, like about Instagram and yeah. YouTube is that I feel like I have a hundred friends everywhere where, I mean, you share memes with each other that people comment and then you slowly start, you slowly start, form bonds, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I found like a hundred future wives that I, I'm going to propose to at some point. <laughs> I, come across them. That, I know what you mean by the, uh, the friend part. I can't say anything about future wives because I, I got mine. So <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you got it. You got it. But I understand the friend thing. You'll start seeing the same. Did you hear that, person. honey? <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> Don't get me in trouble, man. Don't get me in trouble. The uh, the whole friend thing, though, I, I get that. I really do. Yeah. You'll see the same person commenting over, the, and then they have the same personality as as to what yeah. you're doing, and then and then all of a sudden they they show up to one of your your things, and then you're like, oh man, it's so nice to see you, and it's not like a yeah. one way thing where it's like, oh, are you Connor? It's like, hey, yeah. Connor, what's up? You're like, oh, dude, what's up? And then you actually yeah. enjoy it. So. Well, it's like uh, my first Iron Butt Challenge. Uh, I was going to go. I had a couple of buddies in New Mexico I met. And we were going to Vegas at one time when I was with Memphis Shades. James was the homie who was like, hey, you want to come with? I'm like, dude, much love, dog. James Campbell, you the man. But that, uh, we were riding out there. I mean, the second I was doing my Iron Butt Challenge, going up there, I posted it. And I was like, hey, cool. You know, mostly just those guys will know that I was going to be up there at a certain time. And a couple people were like, hey, I'm actually in this town. Uh, I'll be down to meet up on your way up. I was like, cool. And then we kind of set some things up. But so I'm riding. I met this first guy, like, outside San Antonio. We meet up at 5 a.m. We're riding. And then outside Snyder, we meet this other guy. And I forgot to text this other guy. And we met a little bit north in Lubbock. And he goes, hey, are you still coming? I'm like, oh, I forgot to text him. I was like, hey, yeah, we're actually here at the gas station. Feel free to roll through. And he was about an hour out. So he just blasted. I was like, dude, we'll wait for you. We're good because I messed up. And the, the coolest part about this trip was that we're riding. It's already four of us. We grew as a pack as we we're riding. It's like the things yeah. in freaking movies, dude. I felt like the Wild West just riding somewhere to save the, the, the damsel in distress. My homies are rolling up. And then <laughs> we're coming by. Uh, this dude came from New Mexico. The spot we we're going to go. He drove an hour into Texas. And I can't remember where it was. And so he's hanging out on the side of the road. I'm texting like, hey, we're about to pull into the city. He goes, cool. I'm by this gas station. I'm on the side of the road. So I see the gas station talked about. I had a McDonald's next to it. I don't see him. Okay, cool, whatever. I'm like, maybe there's another one. And then I see him on the side of the road on his bike. Or I thought he was going to be like just kind of waiting. He's on his bike or a helmet. His bike is running. I'm like, oh, like, bad. I'd rather like, what's up? And then you see him in the mirror just get information. I was just like, bro, that was the coolest thing ever. Nothing's going to beat it. It was just, oh, dude, I just felt like fanfare. I wish – there was like a hundred chicks on the side of the road. Like, God, God. <laughs> dude, I'm like, imagine, I'm like slowly getting closer in my chair. Like what, what's going on? And then just like following yeah. you with your story. I love it, man. I love it. It's what about a so story? Channel? Dude, make a story channel or something, make a podcast and just tell a story. Everyone, you got so See, many stories. I, I think if I had a podcast, <laughs> it would just be word about it. I'd just be like, that's what, that's is, what a hey, podcast You won't are. believe it. I don't that's know, what, man. I will, that's true. Yeah, there's some where I just complete trash. It's just, I'm like, uh, what? But, well, like this, the the photography one I follow, uh-huh. uh, I try not to skip it, but it is like advertisements because it's like, yeah. you know, everything is, is sponsored where in the beginning it's like, uh, or he'll he'll cue in with like your books. Like, if you ever doing taxes, we'll get this. And when I'm like, oh, here it is. It's like the next 20 seconds. So sometimes I'll skip through it. But it's like, no, you know, the dude saw it. I like his podcast. Let me just listen to it. And then it also helps where if I'm 
Then I put it on the podcast. And I got to go to the kitchen and start cooking something real quick. I'm like, I got 20 seconds. Hurry up. And then I'll come back. <laughs> and but yeah, it's just, I don't know if I can do a podcast. It's, it's, it's I, you, there's, there's a storytelling, there's informative podcasts. There's all these different things. Yeah. Just, I, a st- I'm seriously like sitting forward, like trying to like be into your story. Like it's, put yeah. myself into it that's what i'm trying to say i am into it but uh whatever dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm fumbling my words too i'm fumbling my words real into it dude <laughs> <laughs> no dude, i was like imagining like because when you're when you're doing the whole giddy up thing oh, and dude. the dude rolls in behind you it's seriously it's like tombstone man you have like i wish someone could plug in. in something and it would just record to a, like a thing because in my head like with the music that's going it's everything's so cinematic it's just like i mean when something just resonates with me like a moment or something i get goosebumps all the time just like my eyes just dilate 100 luckily i have a helmet so people can't see me like oh <laughs> dude seriously, i love it do it man and then like when you're i'm thinking out loud and it's like you're doing the whole riding thing all of a sudden you put some backup noise or background noise of like riding in the storm or something just like oh. while you're telling the story you know maybe do some b-roll of of just anything and that actually dude, you could totally do that and all you have to do is work is, is brain vomit yeah. and because I, I, I was following along man i'm following along. anyways that that's just my little uh my thing that's popping up in yeah. my head that's what i'm excited for so Dude, I, I'm super excited, <clears throat> excuse me, for all the all the stuff that you have coming up and and uh, what you have planned. I'm looking forward to that van. I'm looking forward to your business. I'm looking forward to hearing more stories. Where can people yeah. find you? Like uh, your what, your YouTube, Instagram? You said you had a Facebook at group at your apartment. Yeah. All right, put your address down. <laughs> I'll put it in the description. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't go to the apartment. I'll be like, who are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys... He knows Only his gun if you're stuff. Twenty five to thirty, and you're a female, blonde hair, maybe strawberry blonde. Uh, no, you can <laughs> at Connor FXTV, uh, Instagram. Feel free to message me. I get that's what I think is also crazy is that mm-hmm. um, with Instagram, especially our culture. This can be a quick little rant. Uh, is that yeah, people ahead. message me and I'll respond. You know, no matter what, I make it a point to respond because there's times where people have commented on videos or I've commented didn't get an answer when I first started. And especially with Instagram, for some reason, like they see the numbers climb and they're just like, oh, bro, this dude's like a, uh, what a celebrity, whatever they call him. He's mm-hmm. big or whatever. And it's like, dude, no, I mean, they're regular people. Yeah. So people message me and I'll respond like, oh, I can't believe you responded. It's like, dude, of course, I'm, you know, 100%. And so I would say like, you know, if you have any questions, regardless, whatever it is, shoot me a message. It may take me a while to answer, but I will always answer. So it's on TV. And then the business is kr.digitalmedia. That should be dope. And then the, the YouTube for that one is just my name, Connor. Okay. Uh, but Connor FXTV for YouTube. And if you have any questions, just holler. Awesome. Holler me, I'll put that all in the description uh, on YouTube. And then I'll, I'll put yeah. it on right, right underneath you. So yeah. that way people can definitely check you out and see your stories. Yeah. So, dude, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. I learned a lot. Yeah. No, thank awesome. you, man. I appreciate the opportunity. I, I enjoyed this. I really did. Uh, awesome. I enjoyed your videos, and it was cool to finally get to face-to-face. Well, one, yeah. of, one of the dudes over here, uh, New Braunfels, I think he moved out there recently. Okay. I feel so bad for, remember, for forgetting his name. I remember like his name. Three. I remember that. Yeah. Um, he said he went out to one of your little getaways, your retreats, mm-hmm. I think. And yeah. I met him at one of the shows thing at events, and he was just like, oh, damn. You know, they started telling me about Discord when I first started my Patreon. And... Uh, he was just, uh, he told me a lot of good things. I was like, cool, that, that's dope. You know, and I always like to kind of hear from other people kind of how excited they are about a creator, content creator, whatever you want to label yourself. I, I, as long as I just don't like influencer, I feel like, oh, he's an influencer. Like, no, I'm not. No, bro. I just make videos. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. awesome. Cool, man.